Years ago, I was approached by a CEO of a very large up-and-coming web portal in the real estate space. I was probably one of the bigger followed, well-followed bloggers in the real estate space at that time. It was right as blogging was uh, becoming popular. And it was right as the internet was exploding with new platforms to solve old problems. This is Coach Tim, Spider Cave Studios, downtown Old Torrance, California. So the CEO, founder of said company, it was a real estate space, and they were they were disrupting the the nice environment, the nice economy, the nice market called listings. And listings, of course, are properties for sale. And so what they were doing was essentially getting people to just send them at the time uh, to send them uh, their listings and uh, the realtors. And eventually they, uh, they, there was some uploading modalities or platforms that allowed realtors to do it uh, through certain companies. So it made it easier. To provide it now, some of the realtors were not too happy about this. They saw that this company would replace their stranglehold. I mean, monopoly. I mean, uh, uh, their way of doing business. There was massive change coming at the time. Uh, I had written about it, and I saw the writing on the wall. They would replace in some way or somehow, the real estate industry. And uh, the CEO reached out to me to give his piece of the uh, the story, his side. And I replied back, and we had a conversation, I remember it well, it was on my couch over the phone, and and, uh, he explained that they want to be the search engine of real estate. This was before Zillow. Um, there were a few companies that had uh, come out. If I can remember correctly, uh, there was PropSmart, who I think died. Oodle, which transformed into something else, if I'm not mistaken. And then there was this company. And they're the ones that made it. And he says he wants to be the search engine of real estate. And I said, well, how do you become the destination? The destination is Google and you're beholden to Google. So what happens if Google throws you out of the search engine? And he quickly changed the topic. (laughs) I get it. Uh, Don't want investors thinking about that, do we? But anyway, that brings up the idea that uh, 
what is the, the, the destination, right? If you think of Yelp, is Yelp all by itself a destination site? Is any site a destination site? In other words, I type it in. I type Yelp in. I type Zillow in. Right. And so the other question is, and this was in, this was influenced by a conversation I had this morning uh, to to an old conversation that I don't think that I've shared. And in the uh, spirit of, of sharing, um, as I've talked about a lot in your content, you need to you need to get it out there. So that's what I'm doing. The idea of destination. So. As I was talking to this real estate client, I said, hey, I'm sure Zillow or Trulia has customers or, or visitors that are loyal. They have the app, the whole thing, and they're just they're just real estate wonks, right? They follow it, you know, for the last five years, but they're not buyers and they're not sellers. They're just enthusiasts. So that's okay, but as a realtor, it doesn't do you any good. Now, this is not just for realtors, so hang with me. This is just a great example. Um, this is ubiquitous in, in any industry. Um, what is the destination sites within the industry, right? So there's not much. And, and the fact is, is like I said, Trulia and, and Zillow in the real estate space and, and the others are not either. They're highly dependent on, on Google. And, and the reason is, is because it, it's not an ongoing relationship, right? Um, I remember back, this goes way back. I don't know what the figures are now, but way back in the day when I was in the business, people moved every, what was it, six or seven years or something. So my, my relationship with these sites only happened every five or six, seven years, right? And so that means each time... <laughs> I go into the market, there is a new way of approaching the market because those services have morphed. Six or seven years ago, the internet uh, in that space is much different than it is today. And then 10 years ago, much different than it was five years later, etc. So what my, my point that I'd like to get to you is now, the big if is, well, you know, maybe somebody downloaded the Zillow app or the Yelp app. And I just have a hard time believing that that's, you know, super, you know, unless you get the real wonky, you know, dedicated, geeked out uh, person. I don't how how is an app going to satisfy them? Uh, you know, it it might if someone's has that sort of proclivity, but you know, you're you're more than likely going to have to play in the Google game, and everything else is a touch and a method of relating under the guise of the Google game. Okay, Google is is the big part of the funnel. Everything else is is the touch, the the 
the 4D, right, or the 5D that I that I talk about, where you know you do a lot of other things. Like I know realtors, they're pretty good about you know they have that send out cards, uh, which I like. They're not the only ones. It's kind of an MLM play, but uh, there's other ones out there uh, that you upload your your uh, your addresses and so forth, and you could you can mail out to them. And so the idea of 4D is, okay, I mail out, and then uh, a couple of days later, boom, I put that same list into, into Facebook and then and, and target through Facebook or Google or whatever, right? I'm touching them in very many different modalities. And that works. That works. But the, the, the real thing that uh, we need to understand in all this is that the uh, Google is a big, giant part of that, bigger than you'll ever know. You know, it's bigger than Facebook. It's the 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 buying process, the buying of you, not your service, but the buying of you. Right? That's what people are doing. There, it's a giant commodity fest of a bunch of sameness. And people are trying to figure out what's different. And so you have to show how you're different, right? Through your, your unique selling proposition. And you got to decommoditize. You got to add value, add perceived value. Google allows you to do that. And all these other, other places, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the, uh, the emails, the, the regular mails, the real world, the postcards, the, the, the bus benches, the, the outside advertising, the advertising on other uh, business websites, those all, those all um, are part of the 4D. Right? We're touching them over and over and over again, but the funnel is through Facebook and, I mean, through Google, excuse me, and Google has a ton, a ton of resources that that can be done with. It's just not the typical thing that we think of where it's the organic engine or the pay-per-click AdWords engine or the Google My Business engine, which a lot of you and I know a lot of you listening and not all on that Google My Business, call me up and I'll help you. You know, like I said, I wrote the book on this. Um, get into Google My Business. But there's a lot you can do in Google My Business, more than, than most people realize and most than what is, um, is obvious. And so what a lot of times that we do is we actually will um, end up doing things beyond. We'll take a GMB that's been, been claimed and we'll do some twists and turns and this and that on the Google My Business, but then also off of the Google My Business that, that gives uh, our clients a lot of traffic and a lot of phone calls and a lot of leads. But there's more Google than that, right? Google owns blog, or Google owns YouTube and a zillion other things. And they, Google loves Google and Google loves when you use Google. So there is a giant world out there that can benefit you. Now, I want to leave you with this and something that you probably have never thought about. Do you know what the word curation means? Right? If you go into a museum, 
they'll often say this is a curation of Monet, right? And it's all a bunch of Monet paintings, stuff Monet did from a jillion years ago, and it's all the best ones that they think that should be presented in that great hall of of, of beautiful paintings by Monet. Um, well, that's what the internet is. That's what we often do. We often will curate. Facebook is a curation. Every time you post to Google, I mean to Facebook, it's a curation of stuff that is of interest to you. Or if you do it under your business, of interest to your business. As I say, when you're doing business stuff, it's a really good idea to curate your own curations. Make it about your services, not somebody else's unless it really, 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 really benefits you in a multitude of ways from SEO to, um, to psychological and social proof type of things that, you know, will help you in your marketing. Um, Google, I like to say, does nothing. They produce nothing. You produce stuff. You produce content. I produce content. This podcast will go into a couple hosts and get widely syndicated and then picked up off of those platforms from Google. Those platforms did the work, essentially curated uh, other podcasts, including yours truly. And then Google curates that. So what does Google do? They curate. That's all they do. And it's just not websites. We think of websites. Oh, it's just websites. No, it's photos. It's pictures. It's PDFs. It's it's eBooks. It's scientific abstracts. It's it's on and on and on and on, um, including the map of your house and mine, right? Um, and your businesses. So realize that that's what Google does, and it will. Perhaps make it easier to wrap your arms around really what the point is. They want to curate what they feel is their uh, their users' best experience. And with that, I hope you had a good experience and got enlightened. This is Coach Tim, Spider Cave Studios, Torrance, California.